You are very welcome back to Spin Now with me, Louise. And we are almost out of time on this morning's show. We have time for maybe one more piece of kyoil after this. But right now, I am so excited and delighted to have a very special guest joining us on the show. Three-time Irish Olympian athlete, Natalia Coyle. You are most welcome. And thank you so much for joining us on Spin Now. Thanks, Mame, for having me. Natalia, it's fantastic to have you. And look, I know that life after Tokyo has been hectic for you. Firstly, I just want to take a minute to congratulate you on your beautiful wedding. We were having a little creep on Instagram this morning. You were the most beautiful bride. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a great day. I mean, it must be like a whirlwind coming home from Tokyo and getting married. Obviously, you always had it planned, did you? Yeah, it was quite a whirlwind because I came back and before we even got married, I did um, punditry for RTE for the Paralympics, which was amazing. There's a lot of athletes that I know from the Paralympics and it was great to be able to speak about them. So it was kind of like from one thing to another to another. So it's all been quite um, quite a, a storm, I suppose, but it's been brilliant. Yeah, like the perfect storm. And I know, I suppose, like there are times and moments in your life that are so monumental. For you, it must be all very emotional because I think the word emotional is certainly one that sticks out in my mind when I think of you and I think of Tokyo 2021. I think that anybody who watched your interview when you finished your race will will have felt emotion for you and with you. And it's such an endurance sport. The modern pentathlon, it, it's so physical and it, it's such an endurance race. And I think that the way you spoke at the end of your event, it didn't leave a dry eye across the country. Well, that's really nice to hear. Yeah, it's um, it is it's a really intense event, you know. Especially as I started so well in the fencing the day before, I was coming third, and you know, you're really riding a high. It was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in Olympics to be placed third in the fence, and then you kind of sleep on it overnight, wake up a bit sore the next morning, and then start the day again. And the day was going obviously very well for me until the horse riding, which most people might have seen that it just didn't obviously end the way I'd wanted it to. So it's a roller coaster of emotions, definitely. Um. And it's not how I wanted that Olympics to finish, but you know, it unfortunately sport is a me kind of heartbreaking at times, and that was definitely the heartbreak anyway. One thing that stood out to me from Tokyo 21, and as a complete punter now, I mean, I was sitting comfortably on the couch watching all of the events, but I think maybe this year more than ever, having come through a pandemic, we were so grateful to see our athletes perform and there were lots of moments during the Olympics where we saw really strong female characters emerge and openly like let their emotions out there I'm thinking Simone Biles in gymnastics she really stood out in terms of like taking a stand for mental health even for you to come onto the television after you know the event not finishing the way you wanted to third Olympics that takes a lot of strength and courage Natalia yeah I suppose it's just it's good to be able to show everyone how much it means to you. You know, we don't just do this um, as a part-time job. It is our career and we pour everything we possibly can into it. And I think it's really good to be able to, obviously I didn't plan the way my interview had gone, but I just was so full of emotion at the time. But you know, it's like sport and life are, have serious ups and downs like that. And you've got to let it out because otherwise it'll just, if you keep pushing everything down, it'll come bottle up at some stage to you. Our lives have changed, I think, monumentally in the last 18 months. And like being able to deal with our emotions and like not compress is so important. Yeah, I definitely think so. You know, um, COVID has been so different for all of us. I was lucky enough, I was able to train the whole way through, but having an Olympics postponed and then having an Olympics behind closed doors was difficult as well. Not having your family and friends there for you. But, you know, it's just, I suppose, you've got to kind of learn to be adaptable. And I definitely think that that's what athletes and I suppose all humans have had to do over the past um, year. But there's got to be some bad days in there as well, definitely. But there's some really good ones as well. So I think it's to try and hold on to the good ones, even if you're having a few bad. 
Absolutely. Well, look, I mean, looking at your career, Natalia, it has just been so full of good days. You must look back now and think like, what a journey you've been on. Yeah, I've been to three Olympics now. So I started off in London and I came ninth and Rio, I was sixth. And then obviously in Tokyo, it wasn't how I'd want that to Olympics to end. But no, it has been a roller coaster. And I've been lucky. I've been able to work with some amazing people, coaches and some amazing groups across the years. And I'm really lucky now because I've got an incredible sponsor in O'Brien's Sandwich Bar. And they're incredible to help me kind of go on forward to kind of push towards my dreams, which is really, really good. Absolutely. And we, we are going to talk all about that partnership. And of course, you did mention you are the brand ambassador for O'Brien Sandwich Cafes, which is fantastic. And we're all dying to know what an Olympic diet looks like, because uh, I can tell you, Natalia, what I'm guilty of doing with O'Brien's is uh, I'll go in there because I know that with my sandwich, however healthy my sandwich will be, it always comes with some free cheese and onion hunky dories. And like, that's enough. That has me sold. <laughs> yeah look I'm really lucky that I'm working with them at the moment I would go in there a lot when I was training anyway soup sandwich salad whatever there's everything that is involved there my favorite is the powerhouse salad so that's a good one to go for but I think you know my diet really especially when I'm doing four or five sessions a day it's just about filling up on as much food as I possibly can do and as much good food as I possibly can but just like you were saying with the hunky dories there or the snacks and the crisps at the side, you know, you can't always fill your diet fully with everything absolutely healthy. I like to think if I've got 90% of the good stuff, you know, 10% of the, like, I'm not even going to label them bad because it's it's not the right thing to do. 10% of the other stuff, you know, that's totally fine. I think it's about balance and that's kind of the really good thing I found in O'Brien's. You can kind of go a mix match of whatever you want to do. And I think that is, you've got to enjoy food. You've got to enjoy exercise or activity because at the end of the day, you know, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're just not going to stick with it. Well, in particular, I guess in your line of work, you need to be extremely fueled because uh, the modern pentathlon, like people are mad enough to compete in one Olympic sport. But someone who does modern pentathlon is actually so mad that they want to do five different events all in one. So a combination of fencing, swimming, equestrian show jumping, shooting and running. Well, when I was younger, I used to do the pony club to triathlon. So I'm from Meath originally. So I was part of Pony Club there and that was all right just participation making friends like some of my best friends that I have now I met when I was doing that in the summers back when I was younger and that's for the five events it's running swimming shooting and horse riding and then one of my friends introduced me to fencing and you know that was great he was able to I was able to start that event and then move on from there and it just kind of snowballed I went to college I got really good access to fencing and a really good coach was over so yeah, kind of snowballed for me and never thought at the start that I would go to three Olympics for sure. But, you know, here we are now and, you know, it's a sport. I love it. I absolutely adore the way every day is so different. Now there's a huge amount of training involved and I can't say I adore when I'm absolutely wrecked on the sofa <laughs> at the end of the day. But, you know, I do enjoy the variance of different events and trainings that you do across the way. What advice do you have maybe for parents or young people listening in today that feel something like modern pentathlon is so, so out of their reach, but they like certain aspects of it? I think it's just about trying loads of different sports when you're younger. You know, there is a sport, there's an activity out there for everyone. You just got to find it. You know, I still don't know what my favorite is now. I do five sports. So, you know, I think it's really about figuring out what's for you. Go to your local clubs, try and find all the different sports out there. Mainstream sports might be for you. Minority sports might be the way to go. Go look up whatever you're interested in and you'll probably find a coach or a club near you and just try. Just got to try. You make so many great friends, great memories from it and just try as much as you can. And you're never too old to start something new. Definitely. Yeah, I love that you're saying that. I think so. And I think that we all kind of have this uh, newfound love of getting outdoors and getting active as well. 
Natalia, I saw you post on Instagram that the runners are back on. You're back in training. Can I ask, what, what's it like? What are you training for? How's the head? Yeah, I just, well, I love sport in general. So I laced up the runners. Well, sure, I was running the whole way back from after Tokyo and I was in the gym as well and I've done a good bit of fencing. So, you know, I love fencing. I'm going to keep fencing, hopefully, till I'm, gosh, till I'm 80. Um, and I definitely am keeping up sport. At the moment, I'm just training. I'll probably do some races this winter. Just, I find after Olympics, you need to take a mentally break, a mental break from kind of the competitive aspect of pentathlon for me anyway. I need to kind of be able to focus on other things and just enjoy sport again before you get back into the hectic kind of, um, you know, focus training. It's hard to believe that it's actually just a little over two years until we'll be enjoying the Olympics again in Paris in 2024. You know the Irish team, I'd imagine, quite well at this stage, having been in Tokyo together. Are you excited for what's to come in 2024? Oh, yeah, definitely. We've got we had some incredible athletes this time around, some up and coming athletes as well. You know, you got to look at Mona Mashara making a final in the swimming. She was incredible. And you've got some really exciting runners coming as well. And just there'll be a whole bunch of different athletes. You know, we fell in love, I think, with loads of different athletes like Jack Woolley in this games. And, you know, you'll see other athletes that you've seen a good few times. So you kind of get used to everyone. And I think it's really exciting. And I think the Paralympics will be even more exciting as well. You know, having kind of accessibility to the sports so close in the European Games is really important. So just by, I really, I'd encourage anyone who's kind of listening to this to try and find some international athletes in their local area and support them because it means the world to them. And it's great. It's really exciting to follow a sport then as well when you have those athletes. Absolutely. Well, look, we all really enjoyed following you, Natalia. And I know that there is so much more still to come from you and we look forward to watching where your career goes from here and seeing you fencing at 80 as well. That'll be a bit of crack. Uh, (laughs) Before we let you go, it is lunchtime on a Saturday. So we're going to ask for your lunchtime recommendation for those tuning in this morning that maybe fancy an O'Brien sandwich or heading along to an O'Brien's cafe to have a look at their power menu. What would our three time Olympian recommend? I would probably choose the powerhouse salad, I have to say. I think I might go get one after this, definitely. Or a soup and a sandwich. You can't really go wrong with that. I just, I adore that. So I'll probably see you there, a local one. <laughs> Brilliant. And a few potatoes on the side. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> Enjoy it. Unbelievable stuff. Irish Olympian Natalia Coyle joining us this morning. Natalia is brand ambassador for O'Brien's Sandwich Cafes and we will share the links as well. If you want to go and have a look at that power menu and some top picks from Natalia herself. Natalia, it's been fantastic to speak with you. Thank you so much for joining us on spin thanks Maine, for having me